What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Asin. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Guiltless Pleasures. It is your host, Bobby Asin. Today, I am joined by Brooke Varney. Hey. And you may know her from her own podcast, Not To Be A Bitch, but... Or from being on this podcast, I believe this is your third time now. It is. It feels so good. It feels so good to be back, even just to, like, chat with you, because we haven't seen each other in so long. I know. It's so nice, and it's an honor. It really is. We're tan. We're happy. Yeah, we both got back (laughs) from the beach recently, so we're looking good. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everyone. I just touched a plastic bag. Yeah, we just had an unboxing earlier of um, little, mm. our little five belows. Micro mellows. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it right. She got a unicorn cat and I have a butterfly. And we're happy. But yeah, we just got back from the beach. I got back from Siesta Key. Brooke was in... I was in Vero Beach. I almost said Varney Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. It should be. So something I was saving for the podcast, because Brooke and I have been talking a little bit before this started... And I keep having to save my conversations for the recording time. But Mm -hmm. yesterday I was at a tiki bar and I was like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. Look at him. And Olivia and Taylor were like, ooh, like that guy there in the red shorts or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he turns around and I was like, wait, I know him. And I was like, it's Carson. And they're like, what? And then I also realized that I don't even know who Carson is. I watched him on Siesta Key. He was the guy who went on, like, dates with Kelsey in, like, season two, and then they, like, cut him off. But, oh, like, my God. Did you say anything to him? No. <laughs> I did not. I texted Izzy, because I was like, I'm going to say this to a broken person, but Izzy was like, oh, he'll be so flattered. He's, like, a C, like, storyline character. Like, you might be, like, feel so, like, cool for being noticed there. But I was like, no, I want to meet him and say, like, oh, my God, I think I recognize you from somewhere. And him be like, oh, from this TV show called Siesta Key. Like, no, the GMC store. Yeah. The GMC, you sell vitamins now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's so good. Because <laughs> he works at the mall. So I would have wanted to say that, like, make him think I knew him from the show. But like, no, GMC. Yeah, humble him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be so good. I mean, you know, you never know what it could lead to if you make a friend like that that could be your in oh yeah you know so. a person who hasn't been asked for filming for a season and a half yeah but they st- he still may run in like you know some circles that are relatively close to them and if you can go to a party that any of the other cast are at it's true there you go i think what's very surprising is that they have said last week that they are only halfway through training not training filming <laughs> For Are this really? season. Yeah. They started before the holiday season. I was going to say, I feel like every week you've been sending me updates for the past like six months of them filming. Yeah, but only they're, halfway. They're off the private island now, right? Mm-hmm. They're back home. Yeah. Hmm. So that makes me think that it's going to be either two separate seasons or it's going to be a season A and season B, which they did with season two I want to say because mm-hmm. then like when it came back Alex was taken out of the scenes 
Mm-hmm. But yes, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the one and only best MTV show out there called Siesta Key. So make sure you watch it if you haven't already. It's the best, honestly. I'm so excited. And from recent Instagram lives, we've seen that the cast is not friends of Chloe besides Juliet. Mm-hmm. And that Juliet has lost two of her best friends, Joe and Kelsey. And it seems that she's like isolated herself besides of Serena Kerrigan, Carrington. And <laughs> what girl. is it? What's her name? It's fucking Serena, Serena or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know this woman, but I just know I'm going to hate her. Her TikTok, everything, like her TikTok, her Insta stories is just. Ugh. Like, respectfully, because, you know, I know you have a couple friends that are close to this show, but respectfully, with peace and love, what the fuck are y'all thinking? You have a perfect setup, this cast who has known each other since childhood, and all of that history, that's what is the magic in the show, and you're gonna bring in a random quote-unquote influencer to infiltrate the group? That, to me, is just horrific. I will say this on um, someone's Instagram live. They're doing a Q&A, and it's, it was Joe. And mm-hmm. he was like, what do you guys want? Like, do you want the same people that grew up together to, like, keep growing together in a storyline? Like, how boring yes. is that? And I was like, yes, I do. Yes. He's like, don't you want new people and, like, new groups in a, to form in the show? Me, no him yes (laughs) no you can oh my god anybody can make a show with random ass people thrown together but the magic is in them knowing each other for that long look at Vanderpump Rules exactly Andy Cohen said it too the Mm -hmm. only reason that show had success was because those people knew each other for 10 years even before filming Mm -hmm. if that didn't happen there would be no connection because they don't work at the restaurant so Mm -hmm. if they had that real like thread of a relationship there's nothing there yeah, and I love finding out little things. Like, didn't Amanda have sex with Sam, Juliet's boyfriend, like, a long, long time yes. ago? I love finding out little things like that, but the girls are all, like, cool with it and stuff. I love that. Awesome. Like, uh, Gossip Girl was successful for, like, eight seasons, and they only had sex with the same people. He's mm-hmm. like, they can't keep dating the same people over and over again. And I'm like, uh, yes, they can. <laughs> but... Well, the main reason I invited Brooke to be here is because she is the all-knowing of Real Housewives. As you've heard multiple times, our background story is that was our original bond. We met Erica Jane together, mm-hmm. and if there's ever something that's happening, even on, like, rumored sites, we are always sending each other, like, the rumors of what's happening in the Real Housewives world. And as many of you have already heard by now, they are casting currently for Real Housewives All-Stars. And I had to have Brooke come over so she can tell me what her dream cast would be. And even when, when I was typing mine, I was, like, laughing, like, evil, like, an evil, like, villain, <laughs> thinking I'm so clever, like, pairing people up. Because for me, I'm not pairing up friends. I'm pairing up people that will cause, like, drama because they, like, hate each other from, like, their past. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tried to have a good mix of drama and fun because... You know, sometimes, like, the dynamic duos are fun to watch, but obviously... I only have one dynamic duo. (laughs) That's fine. We'll see. We'll see what it is. I'm excited to see who you picked. 
I just was gonna joke and be like, I just hope they bring back Denise. Like, they need nice people back on the show. Garcelle and Denise should go. Oh my god. I still like, can't get over people who think that nice people should be, like, the only people on reality television. Also, Denise is not nice. No, I swear <laughs> to god, like, every time I'm watching one of these shows, I look up the hashtag on Twitter to see what people are saying and nine times out of ten people have the opposite opinion that I do and their opinion is wrong so aka Katie on the bachelorette yeah. or the bachelor not the bachelorette mm-hmm. oh god if she really gets announced to be the bachelorette though next season this will be the first time since I've started watching the show that I will not watch that I refuse to watch it no every time I every new season of the bachelor slash bachelorette i think well damn it can't get any worse than this and it does and they had the audacity to put the best season ever what like what blew my mind is on bravo there's a commercial that plays and it shows like all episodes of real Housewives of orange county is now on demand and don't miss out on the best season yet of Real Housewives of Orange County. It's like literally the commercial. I'm like, the be- it was the worst season. Wait, it said this past season was the, the best season. <laughs> there are no words. Keep dreaming, Andy. That was, that was, just take the, take the L and, it know. was, I can't. <laughs> this season was so bad. Mm-hmm. All right, let's stay on topic and we're going to go into our all-stars cast so the idea of the show is that they're going to have all-star favorite housewives from all the different franchises stay on a private island together for a certain amount of time kind of like big brother but with no competitions Mm -hmm. so let's start out with real housewives of orange county who would you pick um my pick is elizabeth no just kidding (laughs) i was like what (laughs) um Okay, I'm sorry. I have to go with Vicky and Tamara because I just can't imagine it being anyone else because they have a good love and hate relationship. They always search it up and they always turn You're supposed to be my sister. Yeah. Vicky always pees on the bed when they're in. When they're in um, Puerto Vallarta. Like, I would love to see them in a setting like that. Okay, the way, like, when you said that out loud, I thought of, like, another one. So now I have Mm -hmm. three options. Oh. Um, So my first one is Vicky and Lori, because the last time Lori came on. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Where she said that she has threesomes, and, like, Vicky lost her mind while they were skiing. Yeah, she has, like, the ski goggles on. She, like, can't move because she's in, like, the snowsuit, and she's like, you are a piece of trash, just, like, screaming into the void, like, not even at anyone. Don't they, like, zoom out and, like, pretend, like, an avalanche is happening? Yeah, it's, like, (laughs) echoes, and it zooms out more and more. Oh, it's so good. So I had (laughs) that one, and then I had Tamara and Gretchen. (laughs) You went to Bass Lake? (laughs) Because they would would kill each other. Tamara still hates Gretchen's guts. Or that, or, like, Tamara with Jesus jugs. Like, oh. Tamara would approach anyone, it doesn't matter who it is, she would turn on eventually. Tamara and Jimbalino, they should go oh. together. Also, when you said something at the very beginning, I thought, oh, Kelly, Dot, and Heather oh, yeah. DeBro. 
<laughs> when she was like, I will never be seeing a room with you again. I will never. And then she, like, never came back on the show. Mm-hmm. I think, like, legit, like, Heather left because Kelly was so disgusting at that dinner where they had to take their shoes off and they did, mm-hmm. like, a little, like, oriental dinner. Like, Heather was pissed. She hated Kelly Dodd. Probably good because they're opposites in every way because Kelly's like MAGA and stuff and Heather and her family they're really woke and yeah, accepting so I would I would like to see it alright next would be a little, no it would be New York right mm-hmm. yes so who would you pick for Roni um I chose Bethany and Dorinda because they are another duo who can get in, like, knock out, drag out fights, and then the next day, (laughs) they're fine. And they turn up. Like, I was... This, for me, I think was the hardest franchise to pick from because all of them are so excellent. Um, And they would all be great for something like that. But I I want to see Bethany back. And I think Dorinda would be a good compliment to that. I just laughed thinking, you said like how they, the next day they're friends. I just think of when Bethany and Luann would get like head to head. And then mm-hmm. she's like, I don't give a fuck what you think about <laughs> me. And she goes, yes, you do. And I care about what you think about me too. Luann, yeah, you're right. Oh, wait. Would I want Luann on it? Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to change mine. I'm going to say Bethany and Kelly. Because oh then it can God. be... The show can just be called Scary Island, and it can be all of them. That should be the name in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's oh what you should call God. it. Wait, mm-hmm. you're on to something. Andy, I know you listen to this. That's really all it should be called. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. I love the, um, the tweet I sent, Brooke. It was like, I'm not a Fire Island gay. I'm a Scary Island gay. And it's true. It it's is. It's true. <laughs> All right, for me, I it would never happen because they would never agree. But I picked Carol and Bethany because I would love to see them like be close again. But also, if it could be really rough at the beginning for them. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought about um, Cindy. Do you remember Cindy? Yes, Cindy. Ramona doesn't, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I would want Cindy and Sonia because I just remember the episode where it ends when they're showing their pictures from where did they go? Um, when Sonia and Roma are like, it's like poor here. Everyone's like, everyone's in poverty. It's gross. <laughs> and they were like where was overseas. It? I don't know where they were, but they rode camels. And oh, Sonia- Morocco. Yeah, yes, yeah. Morocco. <laughs> and then Sonia, like. Um, took pictures of everyone riding the camels and like crops out Cindy riding it and the end of the episode Cindy's like let me show you my pictures from Morocco and then she goes through her camera and she realizes that Sonia cropped her out of every single photo <laughs> and then gave her the camera back that's so good that's why that's why Ramona doesn't remember her she's erased from <laughs> all traces her gone oh my god I think it's so funny like I keep through that video like, it randomly comes up on my Twitter from, like, ran- it's, like, random housewife scenes. Like, someone, like, tweets them, and, oh, it makes me cry just thinking <laughs> of it. That's so good. That's really, really good fuck. All right, I think next is Atlanta, right? Uh-huh. All right, so who would you pick for Real Houses of Atlanta? Okay, so this one was, like, hard for me because 
I think we might have one of the same ones on this because we both picked a supporting friend instead of a main one. Yeah, like originally my first thought would have been like, oh, Needy and Kim, but I don't like. That I don't was really my first like who thought. either of them have become, but especially Kim. She would just flat out never do it. Kim wouldn't. So I picked Nini and Marlo. Okay, I did. <laughs> I, dro- I dropped my jaw thinking I had the same pick. I did. I did Sheree and Marlo. Oh, that's better. When that's they, way when better. When they have that fight in the stairs and they're. Were they Egypt? No, they didn't go to Egypt. They went to Africa. What the hell am I thinking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they go, he was and they start like moving yeah. gestures and speaking like simul language and then the so girls are just standing at the stairs and, like, and they're just like I don't know what they're saying at this point point. it's so good they weren't even speaking English they just were saying random things also oh we'll go into the, uh, recently the most up, recent episode I cannot talk of Real Hustles of Atlanta but I hate when Kenya's in a fight she's like yeah, I'm sure you do. Or it's like, I hate you. She's like, I hate you too. It's just like, or I hate you more. It's like, okay, come up with something else. Like, she just repeats back whatever when there's a fight. You know, like, like, you're a veteran. You can do better than that. Yeah, I hate that. But I will say, Atlanta, they have the best, like, friend of people of any of the franchises. They're all excellent. I love Shamia so so I love much. Shamia. I was just thinking today because I had to watch the most recent episode before I came over here. Like, she's so gorgeous. Like, her body's amazing. And I love that she's just always there to have a good time. She's Truly. always weighing on the drama. Like, Tanya's really good too. So, I think. Also, talking about the most recent episode again, did you think her, I swore that Fallon was invited to this trip and she was there and then the past two episodes I haven't seen her at the vacation. Yes. But wasn't she, she there? Yeah, she was staying I think with her husband and she would come over to the house during the day and they were all giving her shit for like being with her husband. Oh, okay. So I guess she just stopped <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason. I was like, where was she the last two episodes? Mm-hmm. So. Alright, well we'll save that info for a little bit later. <laughs> Alright, so next would be Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's actually called New Jersey. So, I have never watched New Jersey, as you guys know, so I'll let Brooke answer mm-hmm. that question. Um, I would have to pick Teresa and Danielle. Um, Teresa is my all-time favorite housewife of any franchise, and she is currently on it, but she's an OG, and I just feel like it would be a disgrace to not have her on something like this. And... Danielle is an OG who's no longer on, but she's really iconic. She's really evil. Um, (laughs) I think she and Teresa are not currently friends, but they have, like, a really tumultuous relationship, which you'll soon find out. And um, Danielle follows me on Instagram, so she deserves to be on there. I didn't know that. Yeah, so she randomly followed me because... um, she posted a picture with Erica Jane when they were both on Watch What Happens Live, and I commented on the photo and tagged my friend, and I was like, oh my god, iconic duo, and then Danielle liked it and followed me, so... Maybe it was an accident. Maybe, but she still does. I still check from time to time to make sure she still does, and... That's me. I always like, check. Does Sistakista follow me? Does whatever, because they only follow 71 people, so I'm like always afraid they're going to cut me out. Mm-hmm. Like, Heidi Montag unfollowed me once, so I'm always scarred from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my god, I would be too. 
Okay. So now I think it's Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. So from my pick, Beverly Hills, <laughs> this is a really random duo. I put Brandy and Carlton. That's really good because people have been talking about Carlton recently, I why? think, on Twitter and stuff. During the most recent season of Beverly Hills, I don't know why, somebody tweeted about how they randomly wanted her to come back and everyone agreed. And because I feel like she was, she was a little bit ahead of her time with the witch stuff. Now that's just like normal. That's commonplace nowadays yeah. to dabble in witchcraft. So maybe she should come back. Who do you pick? Um, Brandy and Kim. <laughs> well, they'd be good together. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, look at the material. For my second option, I put down Kim Richards and Lisa Renna. Oh. Because that's a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. And when they fight, they say the most, like, vulgar things. Mm-hmm. You beast. I, I know that's Eileen, but still, Lisa was there. And um, Lisa's always down for anything that gets her attention, so I know she'd be down for this show. Yeah. Okay, would Real Houses of Miami be next? I think so. Um, and I picked Adriana and Joanna for that because they hate each other. Adriana, like, punched Joanna in the face. I love... Ooh, I love when they... <laughs> this sounds bad. When they, like, physically assault each oh. other. <laughs> It's good. Just remember, guys, real television is fake. It's not real, so we're not actually condoning real violence. Yeah, they're of acting. course not. Of course, they're acting. It's all an act. With so. their real life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's true. So then next would be Real Housewives of Dallas. And then for me, and this is in a world without Bravo, like, actually having restrictions against someone... Because um, obviously Leanne's not allowed to ever come back, but I would pick Leanne and this season's Carrie because they would continue to have blowout fights because they hate each other so much. That's really good. But I would do that. Then too. I was like, for a companion or kind of friendship wise, I bring um, Carrie Duber and Cameron Westcott. And they're really good friends, like best friends in real life, but I also think it'd be interesting because Cameron Westcott would be like, somehow she'd defend everyone because she can make a fight with anyone about something like so dumb, like, you didn't invite me to your child's play, like it'd be like anything, and she'd be like so, like in a tizzy about it. I think with her, with any other housewife interaction wise, like she would lose her mind. Mm-hmm. I think... I would, yeah, in a perfect world where um, Leanne could come back, I would do her and current Carrie, um, but otherwise, I don't know, I feel like I would still want Brandy and Stephanie because they would piss off everyone else there so much. They would just <laughs> prank the entire season of the show. They just exactly. pranks. Exactly. So I think they'd add a little bit of spice. The way someone would actually physically beat them up or using the word poop or fart too many mm -hmm. times. It would be Heather Dubrow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then that leads us to the most current season. Oh wait, no. Potomac. I mm -hmm. almost forgot Potomac. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Real House was a Potomac. I put... Like, either way, I wanted Monique to be in it, mm -hmm. but this one doesn't really make sense, but Katie and Monique, because Katie is just so fucking funny when she just, like, shows up, which is probably bad, because I think she has, like, mental illness, 
but because she like disappeared and like her fiance mm-hmm. didn't know where she was and she was like engaged after two months of dating that guy and like had to move in on her farm mm-hmm. but she would like show up with like a really bad wig on yeah. <laughs> like and the girls would all make fun yeah. of her and be like what is wrong with this girl but because she was an OG they kept bringing her back and they tried to have her be like a main friend but she disappeared for half the season yeah, I think she she should be on the spinoff because then maybe we can get an explanation for what happened those last few episodes when, where were they? Jamaica? Or was it somewhere else that she disappeared? Some island. I, I can't remember, yeah. But yeah, that would be good. But I picked, um, I picked Monique and Giselle because they hate each other and, um. Well, yeah, she's like disgusted by her. I, Mm-hmm. I put for my second option Monique and Charisse because that mm-hmm. was a fight that Monique was always trying to leave because she knew if she stayed she would have beat Monique's or she would have beat Charisse's ass. Mm-hmm. So she kept she would just leave the situation because I think she knows that she wouldn't even be able to control herself because she hates Charisse so much for like ruining oh. her like marriage oh. almost. That would be really really good. I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. All right, the last one would be Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, where I would pick Jen and Heather. Um, I picked Heather and Lisa. Oh, because they're so... Yeah. yeah, it's very volatile, and they both can turn up and have a good time also, so I think it would be good. I would enjoy it. I'm trying to think. There was someone else I was going to bring back that was a friend oh it was gonna be eden and dorit that's because of something in my pop culture recap today i forgot about eden i was like who's that exactly i forgot who she was (laughs) too until i saw a tweet today but that's meaning it's time for our pop culture recap everyone so i guess we should start out with that Mm -hmm. so eden today not today but it's in the news today eden has tweeted pictures of Dorit's old face and her new face. Oh my god. And it's like, note to all women, don't overdo it. True beauty is within. And then she's like, tweeted again, like, after that saying that, like, she was pretty before surgery, like, she didn't need to do that to herself and all this stuff. Which I'm like, stay in your lane. Wait, Eden said that? Mm-hmm. If I recall correctly, what her face looked like is definitely not one that has been untouched by, you know, cosmetic intervention. I so... will say, Dorit definitely has a new face. And she has claimed that the only surgery she has had is a boob job, and she has had never had cosmetic surgery on her face and that she only uses Botox and filler and has magician makeup artists. Still. And she says that if I had plastic surgery on my face, I would openly and happily tell all. Can I see the picture? Yeah. Thank you. First of all, Dorit Dur- looks incredible. She looks like, like Kylie Jenner. She looks stunning. Like, she doesn't look plastic is the thing. And people are always trying to, like, clown on her in comments on Instagram and stuff, being like, oh, this is, like, her third face. Like, yeah, you wish you look like that. I wish I looked like that. And honestly, I don't know if this sounds ignorant, but I believe her that it's just good filler and, 
like the makeup. Well, and yeah, lighting. you have a different nose from um, that too. It's like the surgeryless nose job. Yeah, I believe her because. It looks like her. I don't look at this. People are being so dramatic. They look at this and they're like, I don't recognize her. Yes, you do. Like, that looks like her. Okay, but I will say PK has a new face, though, because he's not wearing makeup. Oh, my God. I have to see what he looks like Yeah, look at her most recent Instagram post. Oh, I believe that he's the one that is getting (laughs) surgery for sure. Let me see. Do you have the picture pulled up? Okay, I'm looking right now. Yeah. Okay, I feel like he's... He might have... He looks like he's lost weight, but he looks like he's had, like, a facelift or something. Or, like, hair plugs or something like that. Yeah. His chin is different, but that could be from weight, too. But look, no, this is the picture I'm talking about. Oh, that doesn't even look like him. Yeah, guys, if you're listening to this, look at a picture of Dorit wearing, like, pajamas from Louis Vuitton and a guy in tan in the middle and PK on the left. It was posted on February 15th. It says, Fun Valentine's Day. This man doesn't even look like the same person. But Kyle also got a new face, remember? Oh, yeah. Kyle always has a new face, I feel like. But... They have access to the best plastic surgeons because of where they live. And so, to me, it always looks good. But yeah, PK, I actually don't recognize. Well, Dorit, I do. Speaking of Real Housewives (laughs) of Beverly Hills and Kyle Richards, Mm -hmm. is we have the inside scoop on Kathy Hilton. We know now that Kathy has been offered every season to be on the cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that she has always turned her down, and that she lied to Nikki and Paris and told her that she was not signing, and they didn't hear from her for a couple of days, and then they asked her again, and then she was like, "Oh, okay, I said yes, I said yes, I'm doing, I'm filming," but they say it's only because she's so bored in a pandemic, and that she looks the best she's ever looked, that she <laughs> needed to be filmed because she was that bored. That's so good, honestly. That's a good enough reason to me. I was gonna ask you why you think she decided to finally do it. Yeah, it says the only reason and they said also that Paris doesn't like Real Housewives. She said that on her first podcast episode. Oh. And this week she said that she's watched only watched the first season of it and the reason she doesn't like it is because it's like women going against women and she doesn't like watching like someone who's like a grown ass family member in her own life who's her aunt Kyle mm-hmm. like fight with her other aunt about the house and things like that. She said it was like really like hard to watch like them fight because they're sisters and so she didn't like watching them fight and then nikki is actually a housewives fan and likes all of them and talks about how she loves lisa renna how she loves erica jane like in real life obviously Mm -hmm. and she was saying that the funniest thing about her mom signing on to the show is that their mom has never watched real housewives ever Really? Oh, if that's true, I really like that because I never believe any of the people who come on and they're like, oh, I haven't seen a single episode, but I actually believe that Kathy probably hasn't. They're saying that because even back in the day, Kathy was against Paris doing The Simple Life because Mm -hmm. it was real television and you used to always have a bad rep with it that it was like trash and now it's like, okay. 
Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, some of it's still trash, but she was down to do it now. So Paris and Nikki said that though they will be watching every episode their mom is in and that they're super excited because she's apparently the funniest person on the on the planet. Mm-hmm. And additionally, they said that they filmed an episode at the Hilton's house, meaning the mom and dad's house, and Paris's brother could hear the screaming from the dinner table in his bedroom. That's really good. So, you know it's about to get good. Oh, I love that. See, I was under originally the assumption that Kathy was going on now because Paris's documentary, I feel, painted her in not a great light. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if this is some kind of, like, you know, PR control thing. But also, like, why would she care? I think she is just doing it for fun. And I love that. Yeah, so apparently Nikki and Paris were really mad, and Nikki's husband was like, why are you so hard on your mom? Like, she's a grown woman. Let her do what she wants. Because she's like, Mom, you can't do this. Like, (laughs) I won't let you do this. Okay, that's enough about that. What I want to go into next is Lisa Renner's daughter, Amelia, blackfishing this week. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's a picture that she posted, and she is, like, she's brown. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... A leather saddle you put on a horse brown. Like, (laughs) like, yeah, dark. Did you see her statement on it? I didn't see her statement on it. I saw the picture though. She made a statement. It says, I'm receiving a lot of comments in regards to my latest photo. I am being told that I am black fishing. Thank you all for educating me on this topic. I recently went on vacation to the sun, and with my Italian heritage, I tan very easily. There is no self-tanner involved or intention of looking darker than my own natural skin color. I had a lot of fun creating this look with no malice, intention, or offense. Me, if I was a celebrity with my Italian heritage. That, oh my god, that sends me. Okay, all it... That looks like a spray tan to me. I'm not gonna lie. And she's um, sticking with her. Her picture's still up. <laughs> the caption says, Whiplash got me like, and then the comments have been turned off. <laughs> Girl, yeah, people are not letting up on her on Instagram recently. That, and then her and Scott. Yeah. Like, it's really good. And it looks like from the likes, Kyle liked the photo, Dorit liked it, Juliet from Siesta Key liked it, Ooh. and a girl into high school with liked it, so... That's all you gotta know. Wow. (laughs) Well, she can learn from this experience, but at least she's Italian. So she has an excuse. (laughs) Well, the next thing I was going to bring up is Real Housewives of New York news. We have on page six that the reality star turned real estate broker Kelly Benzman has done $50 million in Manhattan deals since January 1st. The Post has exclusively learned this. She joined Douglas Elliman's Holly Parker team less than a year ago. Good for her. Oh, yeah. Good for her. The last I heard, I thought she was on OnlyFans, but she's got her hand in every pot, doesn't she? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's honestly, like, that's really admirable. I'm not gonna lie. Good for her. She has some competition once Ramona gets her license. <laughs> I just say, once Ramona gets her OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Uh, I can. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, also, also, in Real Housewives news, 
Sonia by Sonia Morgan clothing is now available at can you guess oh my god <laughs> guess what retailer it is is it a department store kind of um Macy's nope better <laughs> better yeah Neiman Marcus no better Nordstrom better oh my god Barney's no it's at Walmart is it? <laughs> no, it's not at Walmart. Yes, it's exclusively it's at Walmart. A... No, it's not. Walmart has an Instagram picture. And it's like stylish and fabulous. Buy it now, Sonia Morgan collection. Oh, they're gonna have a field day with that on the show. Oh, she better my hope they God. stop filming before this happened. Oh my god. They they will not let that one go on the show. I can't wait. Oh my I god. will say if anything, I really want her to have Tipsy Girl. Like Yeah. I would have bought it. I know. Like make the toaster oven not just, you know, a fake plot line for the show. Bring that to Walmart. Mm, we need Tipsy Girl, we need the toaster oven. Maybe this is the real beginning of that. Was it the house of Sonia Morgan? How she say it's gonna be towels? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be bedding. It's gonna. Can you? When I move to New York, I'll have my Jill Zarin exclusive clocks from Big Lots. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and my Sonia Morgan sheets from Walmart. Oh my god! I mean, at least you know Walmart. I feel like is better than being in Big Lots. So. At least- <laughs> She won in that respect. I think skinny girl jeans once upon a time were being sold at Costco, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I hope she gets her coin from that. Good for her. I'm going to say good for her. I think that's all I had for Real Housewife news. Um, Did you see that Chriselle from Sista... Sista Sunset from (laughs) Selling Sunset? Yeah, the crossover. Um... Actually, I would love to see Juliet and Chriselle, not Chriselle, Christine, hang out. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to say, Chriselle from Selling Sunset and her boyfriend Keo have broken up, and he's from Dancing with the Stars. I did see that, and um, I have been going back and forth for a while on whether their relationship is real or whether it was too. Detract from, yeah, her little scandal with, was it Gleb, her partner? I can't remember anymore. Whoever her partner was, that she was accused of having an affair with him. And so I thought it was kind of fishy that the timing of her announcing her relationship with Keo. And I thought they were a hot couple, but I don't know about all that. So it's still up in the air for me. What do you think? Well, I never thought thought about it being a cover-up story, but that sounds more plausible than ever. Like, that makes sense. All right, so in other big news this week, we had the whole scandal with Lady Gaga's dog walker Mm -hmm. getting shot and the dogs being stolen and being returned already, Mm -hmm. um, which they were just found tied to a pole and some random, like, civilian just found these two dogs and like recognized what it was turned them in and gave the dogs back i mean i'm very very happy and relieved that this had a happy ending but i have a feeling that whoever 
shot that man and took those dogs, tied them to a pole, called the police, and was like, oh my god, I found Lady Gaga's dogs so they could make $500,000 instead of, like, a couple thousand each for them. That's my hypothesis. It is definitely a crazy situation that I would never be able to imagine. And it says that there's footage of the two men who did do the incident now. So I'm just interested to see if they're going to be able to actually recognize who they are. And in his Instagram caption, he wrote, Four days ago, while a car sped away and blood poured from my gunshot wound, an angel trotted over and lay next to me. My panicked screams calmed as I looked at her, even though it registered that the blood pooling around her tiny body was my own. And this is about his the dog Asia, which was able to stay. Oh. There was three dogs, and only two got stolen. I cradled Asia as best I could. I thanked her for all the incredible adventures we'd been on together. I apologized that I couldn't defend her brothers, and then resolved that I would still try to save them and myself. Hopeful that my calmish and forceful pleas for the urgency of my care as well as the focused descriptions of the dogs would be enough to help me and get enough police immediate attention to find the boys, I looked back to, I looked back at my guardian angel. I smiled at her shaking form, thankful that at least she would be okay. It's like it's such like a dramatic po- I mean obviously it's dramatic. Mm-hmm. But from that point, right as the neighbors poured from their homes and restaurant to us on the sidewalk, life has taken a very sudden and unexpected turn. I am still recovering from a very close call with death and have kept myself, for the most part, from the growing media story. I will write and say more later, but the gratitude for all the love I feel from around the, this planet is immense and intense. I felt your healing support. Thank you. So, yeah. Oh my god. And how crazy is it that that all happened and was basically resolved in like 48 hours? Yeah. It's crazy. But, yeah. Little Asia, his guardian angel. Queen. Queen. Or king. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's a good thing to point out. All right. And you royals in between. (laughs) Um, speaking of, we talked about Holly Madison earlier. Mm-hmm. Holly Madison and her boyfriend of two years, Zach Baggins, who's from some ghost show, they broke up. They broke up? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything Allegedly. About that. This isn't confirmed, but apparently they broke up a couple weeks ago. Like, almost a month ago. Oh, that really upsets me. I thought they were such a good match. Well. I guess not. <laughs> I do feel bad, because... I want her to be so happy because she deserves the world, and I'm obsessed with watching her, like, her vlogs, which made me realize I was so excited to go into this week that I even start with a guiltless pleasure. Oh my god! Alright, we're closing this episode out with our current guiltless pleasure, even though I just said what mine was. Whoops. Her YouTube channel is really, really excellent, though. It's so underrated. Well... <laughs> there goes that. All right, my last pop culture update was Taylor Swift tweeting, "Hey, Ginny and Georgia, 2010 called, and it wants its lazy, deeply sexist joke back. How about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horseshit as funny? Also, Netflix after Miss Americana, this outfit doesn't look cute on you. Happy Women's History Month, I guess." And then the 
quote picture is uh, from the show when the girls say, what do you care? You go through men faster than Taylor Swift. And apparently this is the second time that Netflix in a show has ruined a script like being like saying like the similar thing that she oh it says that she's only fame Jurassic said that she's only famous from having ex-boyfriends so um, <laughs> well I think that my opinion is probably not going to align with yours <laughs> or the majority of your listeners <laughs> but while I think she has a point and I think that Netflix is really really stupid for continuing to make jokes like that when they do have the immense privilege of having the rights to her documentary they should be a lot more careful with what they say I will say that um, I do think that jokes like that are old and tired, but her acting like this is like a hate crime against her and women everywhere is extremely tone deaf given everything else going on in the world. I wish she had that much passion for, you know, other things too, maybe. So, um, yeah, that was stupid of Netflix, but, um... Not as bad as she makes it. Yeah, I would say that I think there obviously are a lot worse things, but I think it's odd that they made like two different jokes through Netflix because she has the concert movie, the documentary. It's just like an odd thing. And, but I know a lot of people are facing like trouble with scripts and things that have been written. Um, Say by the Bell had the trouble with Selena Gomez, I believe they're making fun of her. And like she had like oh really yeah so there's been there's been a lot of shows recently that have been backtracking because they have things that may have seemed normal and if you listen to this week's podcast with Paris Hilton and Nikki Hilton they talk about like Sarah Silverman and David Letterman how they would not like give up and were relentless with the things they were saying and how that now it would never happen in today's world because we are more protective than ever with things like that and more sensitive so i will say that it is like tone deaf i guess at this point to like have those jokes but also it's like it's been around for so long like that joke which i get what she's saying like is this a tiresome joke because it really has been around for so long what i'm surprised that more than anything is that like it's such an old joke that why was it in a new tv show (laughs) yeah it's also it's not funny like no one's laughing when they hear that i feel like a sitcom from like 2011 would make that joke um and yeah i just i think what rubs me the wrong way is she brings in like happy national like women's what is it oh my god that sounds so bad But, um, I feel like that's... It's, it's Happy Women's History Month. Women's History Month, excuse me. Listen, it's like 11... It's 11.27 p.m., okay? <laughs> I think that's that's quite dramatic and, um... Like, it's an old, tired joke, but... Come on. Like, yeah, Netflix is stupid, though, because... I'm still right, laughing have... at Happy National Women's whatever it is. No, I could... <laughs> Listen. 
Well, that my heart's in the right place. <laughs> on that note, we'll end this episode with our current guiltless pleasures. Mine, obviously, mm-hmm. was watching Holly Madison's YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do love that she's so unapologetic. It's her guiltless pleasures are Disney, and she has like just videos on Club Thirty Three experiences. But I really love that she went through the Madonna Inn. Um, I like watching her suggestions on what to do from a drive from LA to Vegas, her favorite stops, because even if you watch Girls Next Door season five, oh no, I'm just kidding. If you watch season two of Holly's World, she is talking about how she wants to write a book on just those things. So I'm excited to see that she enjoys the same thing she did like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. even now, and that they're still iconic because I know when I drove from Vegas to LA, actually the opposite, but same drive that I would do like five out of the ten things that she suggested doing, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's just, she's the best. There's literally no other celebrity like her. She's so smart and knowledgeable, and she's quirky, and she's so sweet to her fans. She's dear, dear friends with Bobby. Yes. And... Like, what is not to love? She is the most iconic celebrity autobiography of all time. Which is going to become a TV show, like I said last week, so I'm super excited for that. I know. What other celebrity do you know writes an autobiography, and then all these years later, it's still relevant enough to make a whole series about it? She's amazing. Alright, what is your guiltless pleasure? <laughs> um, My guiltless pleasure is fan fiction. <laughs> And, um, specifically, Larry Stylinson fan fiction, which, if you don't know, is the ship between Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson of One Direction. Um, and sometimes I read straight imagines about, like, BTS, but that's a whole other thing. But I think fan fiction is criminally underrated, and it's kind of passed over as a form of literature because it's not taken seriously because it's, you know, normally written by young women about, you know, their favorite celebrities, but it is so well written and there's so much passion and time that goes into it and they're not paid for it. And it is just, Oof, it's everything that's missing from the literary market today, all for free online. And so, I feel like you should plug your episode that you did about Larry. Like, it's not fanfic. This is like her actual mm-hmm. thoughts on Larry, and that's on not to be a bitch. But isn't that one of your most listened to podcast episodes? Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, it is a three-part little mini series I guess you could say three episodes covering the timeline of Harry and Louis's alleged relationship and basically all of the proof there is that I feel is solid proof spanning oh my god over like eight years so yeah three like hour-long episodes where we just talk about that and it also includes um Taylor Swift's alleged gay relationships that she also has 
had covered up in the public eyes. The way that the engineering team at my work knows about this because I showed them the episode <laughs> so they could download it. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. They're oh, all like 45-year-old men. Like, I was talking like, this is Paris and like the documentary and then I talked about Tessa being like a lesbian and then I talked about Larry and they're like, what? <laughs> and so I showed them the link to that episode, like episode part one. Mm-hmm. So I hope the engineering team... I hope you guys loved that on Not To Be A Bitch But. Yes, thank you for supporting. Yeah, it's definitely by far the most streams on those episodes. When you type Larry Stylinson in the search bar on the Apple Podcast app, um, Not To Be A Bitch But is the first thing that comes up. So, quite flattering. But, yeah. That's well, mine. that's a wrap on this week's episode. So, as Brooke said, um, she mentioned a couple of ways, but I'll let you say how to find your podcast and your social media. Oh, thank you. Um, my podcast with Katie Rodnight, who you all probably know from this podcast as well. She's been on. Um, it's called Not To Be A Bitch But. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. And the Twitter is Pod on Twitter. And so, yeah. Hope to see you there. Give it a listen. And you can find all my social media through my link tree. But if you go on my Instagram, that'll be the easiest way to find it under at Bobby Asin. And yep, the link tree will give you a list of every social media platform to find me on. All right, everyone. Stay guiltless. And stay gorgeous. (laughs) 